When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Ramon Foster Show, starring the one, the only, (laughs) Ramon Foster. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Ramon, this might be the last time we laugh or smile in this episode, huh? You know what? Enjoy this now. If it's visual for you, look at us. We're smiling. We're smiling. We are. And then Ramon's going to tell you the line for Steelers versus Philadelphia Eagles Sunday at 1 o'clock. It made me say, golly. It really did. It's it's Steelers uh, underdogs by 11 points. 11 points. The Pittsburgh Steelers are 11-point bow-wows to the Eagles. I mean, that's what's going to happen, Moan. I mean, the other guys are 6-0. and Yeah. They score a lot of points, and they have another trait, don't they, that's probably yeah. going to end up defining this game. They are goal-getters, okay, as far as this defensive line goes. Now, I'll be honest with you, as far as that offensive line goes too, man, you got Jason Kelsey, you got Lane Johnson on this team, two all-pro guys that are leading the charge. I would try to say the love tackle's name, but I don't want to really mess it up. Uh, but he's a stud, and he got broke off this offseason, too. Uh, let's just be real. This is a good team. And then they go out and go get Robert Quinn recently, too. I was thinking to myself, well, man, Philly's good. And then I get breaking news. Robert Quinn is going there, too. Mr. 18 sacks himself. Like, goodness gracious. Like, if you ever want to be a guy to to, to stay, make a, a name for yourself, stop him this week, Steelers offensive line. This guy logged 18 and a half sacks. Uh, last year, first team all pro also, man. Just a real good specimen of a player. Uh, size 6'4", 245, and, and can really get after. And it's not just a fluke season that he had last year. He's also had other multiple years of double-digit sacks, too. And, yes, that doesn't get a lot of, you know, I know a lot of people side-eye that type of situation. Well, what does it really matter? It does matter a lot. And he got out of Chicago, and uh, we've got to see him this weekend. Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown on the offense. Um, yeah. We could keep doing this. Miles Sanders at running we back. Uh, but they are what they are. Mm-hmm. And this game is probably going to be what it's going to be. So let's try instead to look at this from the Pittsburgh perspective. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they're playing this game. They're not mm-hmm. going to stay on this side of the Commonwealth. They're going to go over there and play. What do you want to see from the Steelers more than anything? If you had to pick one thing, man, be, letting be it specific. All, be specific. Be specific. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Offensively, letting it all hang out. I think that's the biggest gripe. I know that, 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 that I think the defense is forgivable. Are you with me there? I, I think it is because I saw them in the first half in Cincinnati when they had all their guys. So, yes, to an extent, it is forgivable. To yes. an extent. 
offensively. I don't want to see silly plays. And you know exactly what I mean. The, the tossing into the friggin' line, I mean, into the sideline can't happen. If you got a double pass, show it. Against good teams, you got to do gimmicky-like things. This isn't a team right now as it stands that you can line up and just beat folks up. We have yet to see it. So, it may be low-hanging fruit to kind of say that, DK. I want to see a little bit of attitude and how they go about calling this game out. Meaning Matt Canada, I said the name, the MC name that you really didn't want to hear, DK. It, we got to see that. I don't want to see Boswell kicking from 52 and us getting excited about that. We've seen that trick before. It's time for this offense to put up more than what are we averaging right now, like 16 points a game? Yeah, more like, like three, I think. You, well, as far as touchdowns go. No, it's it's 18. Well, that's, I wouldn't far off. No, no, no. But I, and it's not even like if you cut it into just pure offensive points, you know, yeah. or offensive touchdowns. I mean, it's yeah. just a joke. It's a joke. It, it is, and, and I'm not asking for a blood sport when it comes down to it. Well, Mo, you want us to throw the ball around? That means we're exposing Kenny Pickett. No, 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 no. What I mean by that is get creative with it. If you gotta roll a guy out, if you gotta bootleg a guy, heck, I'm <laughs> I'm almost looking forward to seeing if there's a flea flicker of some type of sort. You know what I'm saying, DK? Like, find whatever the hot hand. When it comes down to you teaching up Kenny this week, I feel like this has been one of the biggest problems, one of the biggest issues with this team so far. I feel like when we see a guy get hot, who start off the game, two straight catches, George Pickens, whether it be Deontay, whether it be Chase, whoever it is, Pat Frymu, like whatever, right? Go back to them. You know what happens when you're the guy, you're the man? Hey, Ben, I'm open. I don't give a damn. I'm going to AB. Because yeah, like, all, all he's doing is catching the football. That's all he's doing. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't all that complex, is it? DK, it's like hitting puberty, okay? Dude, you got, you got hair under your armpits now. Let it roll out. Let them drop. That's what, what? I mean by DK. What? I know this is where we are. What because does that mean? It means go, grow up, everybody. <laughs> That's what it means, DK. We're at a point, and look, after this, we get an opportunity to reevaluate because the buy hits after this, right? The buy hits after this. Not as hard as that that simile there that you offered, though. I'm it just hit anywhere near that because we're at a level of being fed up, right? Uh, we are, and you know, like I, I joke about it, but I joke because it's that serious and sad, though, man. Yeah, my outlook is still. I'd prefer to see a game in which there's no choice but to fire Matt Canada, <laughs> and and that's and that's. I mean, I'm not sure that I'm that different than the guys playing offense right now. DK, I think we, they would take that. We said the same thing. You I just mean, said it straight out. I, I mean, I, this is the quiet part, right? Yeah. I mean, this yeah. is like, if I'm, you want to hear my crazy thought here? Matt, I can't wait. This, Hey, we live in the internet where a bunch of other crazy stuff come in. Yours can't be that much more crazy. Wait. <laughs> because if I'm Mike Tomlin, okay, I take the leaders in this offense and I say, listen, Mike Sullivan's calling the plays this week. Okay, we've worked on this offense. We've done some different things here. These aren't Matt. These these are in the playbook, but they're not necessarily the plays that Matt Canada would call. I, the head coach, am working with Mike Sullivan, and we are calling. We are scripting this. We're getting this done in advance here. You go out there and ball out, and guess what? This will be a permanent arrangement. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly. I'm all for fairness and opportunity. 
But after a while, DK, you know how it goes for players. If a player's below the line and he sucks, what happens? He, he gets, loses his job. He loses his job. He loses his job. When you have a veteran team, also, DK, they recognize this type of stuff. Or guys that's been around the business a while, too. You look at a guy, be like, man, that's a dead man walking right there. And that's actually what's happening right now. That's what's happening over there on the south side. And that's what's going to be happening in Philadelphia. So you might as well set this up to be a positive. You guys, you guys wanted this. You wanted go balls. You wanted deep routes. You wanted whatever. Okay, here they come. Here they come. Let's see what you got. Okay, you Mm -hmm. want to talk after games? You want to talk during the week? Let's see what you got. Okay, I'm going to script these with Mike Sullivan, and here we go. Yeah. Okay, don't be pinning this on your coordinator here. When we come back on the Ramon Foster show, we're going to get into one player who most needs to be that guy Sunday in Philadelphia. Back to the Ramon Foster show. Each one of us is going to pick in this segment a player that they want to see most rise up. And I know who Moans is going to be, even though he hasn't told me. I know. <laughs> I know. But just to maintain the suspense here. Oh, wow. Maintaining the suspense here. The guy that I want to see most rise up. Don't turn your nose up at this one. Is Cameron Hayward. Uh that's not a jab. That's anything but a criticism. But when you're talking about beating a team that maybe you shouldn't beat, yeah. what comes to mind? What just happened in Pittsburgh a couple of weeks ago? And who made that happen? That was Cam Hayward and that was Larry Ogunjobi coming from the inside, heavily disrupting. Now, way easier said than done. We went over some of these names on the Philadelphia offensive line, and it's yeah. going to be a bear. Okay, but so is Cam. Okay, and when Cam has been at his most beast mode like Mm -hmm. this season, the Steelers are two and oh. That's all I'll say about that because he blew up the Bengals too. Yes, he did. Okay, so that is the guy that I most want to see just, well, basically be his best self. All right, Moan. All right, Moan. Oh, I'm going to throw you on this one. Uh, by the way, uh, as far as Cam goes, it's never a question if he shows up as oh, far as no. his production and whatnot, right? Oh. It's just in these type of games, backs against the wall, like it, you want him to go, you want him to downshift, right? And, and, and go forward again. It's like he's at the racetrack is what you're saying. He got to go. And um, again, not a criticism. It's more or less like, like show them how to do this. It's an expectation. Yeah, it's an show expectation. them how to. And, and, and Cam is built for that too. I will say that. Um, he does need a little bit of help. My guy. Okay, it's gonna shock you, Terrell Edmonds. Oh, oh, it's not enough. I was, I had everything. Nope. I had a whole stack of money on Dan Moore here, and it's well, not Dan Moore. Go ahead and pay Dolly. Okay. <laughs> It's time for her to get that Gucci belt she was looking for. (laughs) She's not getting the Gucci belt from your money. (laughs) Uh, um, But but it's it's this, though, for me. Terrell is playing for a lot more than just this team. He's playing for himself, too. 
He's still playing for free agency. There she is. DK <laughs> lost the bet, and he owes you a Gucci belt now. <laughs> he says you're getting a Gucci belt. I better. <laughs> or any belt around. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But my, my, my point is this, though, man. I know Terrell plays or has a sense of pride in his uh, family's lineage and just being a first-rounder. Yeah. And as being, you know, watching his brother, he's this. Uh, Tremaine. He's this. Terrell yeah. Evans is a heart and soul player. He you, is. you know that, man. And mm-hmm. I, I honestly thought like last game or a couple games ago, watching him break up that pass that people have been going at his neck about. You know, it's like that was like a breath of fresh air for him. Uh, this will be a physical game. Terrell will have to assist in the run stopping, okay? And then he'll also still have to be that guy when it comes down to that tight red zone. Because where is he at for the most part? He's on the line of scrimmage. He's tight. Watching, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's in that that tight end realm of got to make sure that he's in front of the ball. Nothing gets behind him, man. And that's why I'm actually pointing to him this week and being like, Terrell, again, to your point, DK, not a criticism. Oh, but no. It's, he's been th- good. Yeah, this is just a sense of look, dog. Safeties are kind of like running backs in this league. It's hard to justify paying y'all. And I feel like before we hit the midway of this season, he's got to get to a point in which he flips that switch. That's why I'm looking for a guy like him to step up in a big game like this because they have the ability to go downfield. A.J. Brown, I've watched him here in Nashville, is by far one of the best slant runners when it comes down to catching the ball and going yard. He has to play that. He has to be able to be in the tight ends world. He has to be able to be a a, a guy at the line of scrimmage stopping the big runs, right? That's where it is for me with Terrell. I know what Mink's going to do. I know we got issues at corner, but when it comes down to the nuts and bolts of what this team, the Philadelphia Eagles, like to do, this is a Terrell Edmonds type of game. I like that. I like that. I still want to pick on Dan Moore. Not in a negative way. Not in a Man, negative not, way. Let me tell you this. He's got it. Look, the left side of the offensive yeah, line, there's just no way we can get to the next segment without addressing no. it. The left yeah. side of the offensive line is either going to get its clock cleaned, which is the expectation in this particular setting, or like you said, they can look at this as a challenge and say, hey, you know what? This is my my game against Miles Garrett or my game against some big name where I can go out there and and, and get something done and everybody will know who I am in a good way. Absolutely, and, and that's what we were talking about. You say, you know, I was going to pick Dan Moore. No, more or less, I'm going to pray for Dan Moore this game, okay, that he does everything right. No going out on Thursday nights and Friday nights and make sure you get all the hydration you need because your plate is full this week. Again, to that point, though, DK, if he wants to eat, he got a plate full this week, right? This team gets after the quarterback. They got, I feel like, what is it, 30-plus quarterback hits on the year. They got multiple guys with three-plus sacks on the season. They get after you. And then on top of that, he he got to worry about what his guards are going to be doing with a big guy like Jordan Davis or Fletcher Cox. So uh, when it when it comes down to Dan getting after it, DK, we've seen him be a turnstile at points this season. I almost feel like we've seen everything except him get lifted off his feet. Unless I've missed that on film, hell, he may have. No, he got knocked back flat in the last game, but it wasn't it wasn't getting lifted off his feet. Well, DK. <laughs> I mean, that's what I – look, I, I, he is what he is. They don't have a plan B over it at left tackle. They really don't. Yeah. He has an opportunity to not only solidify his presence on an NFL roster yeah. for years to come, but he also could get paid a lot, a lot, a lot of money at that position. Yeah. And 
these are the games in which that can happen. I know fans don't like it when you talk about money and whatever, but Moan, tell them. <laughs> it matters. It Ugh. like and, and for this reason, too, if he wants to stay in this frigging league at that position, you got to show and prove. Left tackles in this league don't become turnstiles. They don't regress. They continually get better unless they're getting older. Right? Yep. He's young enough. He had experience last year. I know it's a new challenge, but what did Coach Tomlin always say about rookies, DK? Hey, whatever you did last year ain't going to impress me no more. And I don't know if he's done enough impressive things to secure whatever next year is going to be for him. I don't believe that he has to date. When we come back, the only segment that matters. Hey, Mom. <laughs> Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. This is the only segment that matters. It's brought to you every day by the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where quality is at the core of every menu item. Three expert chefs fine-tune every detail so that every sub, burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted to perfection. Order your favorite item at the Get-Go Cafe and Market today. Better believe it. Ramon, yeah. before we get started today, mm-hmm. I got to tell you, Got some disturbing news in the Not YouTube it. YouTube comment section yesterday. Yeah, in the in the Hey Moan segment. And I'm telling you, somebody asked me, why do you, why do you giggle so much when you're on the Ramon show? They asked me why I laugh so much when I'm on with you. Now I could come back that he's really bleeping funny. Yeah, or or I could do them one better. What's I could that? try to get through this entire segment. With a completely straight face, just like huh. stone faced. All right, where I want to, I'm going to do this because oh. I'm going to, I'm going to show, I'm going to show everybody that you're not really all that funny or entertaining. <laughs> okay, all, all right, right. Cool. yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. So here we okay. go, here all we right, go. Right, okay, right, okay, right. news anchor face. Okay, no, that doesn't count. I was laughing at my own joke. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. Okay, here we goes. This today's Hamon segment comes from Frost Jotun from Norway, and he says, Hamon, if the Steelers were to get a new good offensive coordinator, from where would they even get him? And how is this offensive roster interesting enough for anyone who would want to coach it? If so, then why are the Steelers continuously getting inadequate coordinators? Hmm. Very serious question. See, serious face. Serious face. Okay, all right, cool. All right, serious guy. DK, the guy. Okay, all right then. Uh, Norwegians are serious people too, so this is perfect. Yeah. Where where do you get them from? Um, It depends on what coaching tree you want to go towards. (laughs) This face right now. Absolutely not. I cannot take you serious. Uh, uh, He's breaking, y'all. There it is. Uh, um, you, You get them from, it depends on who's coaching tree. Like, what are you looking for with this offense? Like, legitimately, like, what do you want to make of this offense? How are you going to go about maximizing the talent that you have, too? Uh, do you go the college route? And the, the other the other side of that, though, no, I, I think there's something there. Simply for this reason, though, DK, a lot of these guys are used to this college-style offense in a sense that 
it's more up tempo. It's spread out. It, it has the ability to spread the ball around too. Now, again, when it comes down to production, it may be a little bit different too. Like you, instead of having a guy that's getting sixteen hundred yards or fourteen hundred yards, you might have four guys with eight hundred, or one guy with a thousand, and the rest having seven hundred or five fifty. Like, like the what, Eagles. Yeah, like yeah. legitimately. Like think about what they're doing right now. They're spreading the ball out. It has mm-hmm. to be somebody with that type of vibrance. I don't know if you can go get a an older legacy guy when it comes down to this offense because I don't think it fits it. I don't think it fits Kenny Pickett. I don't think it fits George Pickett. Lord knows it don't fit George Pickens. Okay, uh, Deontay, I think all these guys are looking for that. Think about who Najee had at Alabama. He had Sarkeesian and, if I'm not mistaken, Lane Kiffin. Yes, like, he did. Those are very innovative guys when it comes down to playmaking. So you say to yourself, what are you actually looking for? You're looking for a guy that can relate to them youth-wise, just being real. But the other problem you run into, DK, hmm. is in this league, the offensive guys, they get oh, plucked. Oh, good point. They get they, they become get head plucked. coaches. They become head coaches. They be- and I, here, here's This is the one thing that I want to bring up with you on this specific subject, just to kind of add on uh, to the question that was asked by Frost. And that is this, if the Steelers were to make this change and move Mike Sullivan to coordinator or even just have him calling plays or whatever, and if he does even reasonably well, do you still have a search at the end of the season or is it just another guy changing cubicles at South Water Street? Do you follow me? You know what? And that's what I was going to say, too. Is in that situation, and I know Coach T don't care about what the fans think of his decisions. It's a matter of wins and losses. If it is as somebody that's elevated from the inside, then how much of it actually changes? Uh, Who does he want to retain? Who does the OC, if it's a new guy, want to retain? Does Mike Sullivan stay on staff? Does the O-line stay on staff too? How much of this is about stability of this team? And, and, And truthfully, you got to go find somebody to know what they're getting themselves into. I, to say it's going to be Mike Sullivan, like how deep is his resume and creativity? Because it's hard for me to believe that it's got to be somebody in-house, DK, considering what we've gone through from another in-house guy in Matt Canada. It's hard for me to ride for that well, one, man. Or, or Randy Feetner. Or I mean, Randy. Yeah, I mean, you could, you could kind of go down. I mean, That's what they do is they promote from the next cubicle. And, and it, it, it's something that has to to come to an end, kind of like this show, Moan, without me laughing or smiling. because You did kind of break a little bit, though. I you almost did. did. It's, just, it's just, but you're not funny. You're not entertaining. Yeah, I have not no funny. idea why anybody watches this show. Yeah. I, see, it's it's the didn't... worst on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> did I just swear? <laughs> yeah, you did. No, I yeah, didn't. you did. <laughs> I got him. I told you. See, for the people that be like that, that even thought I wasn't a funny guy, okay? One, I don't try to be. My my fun comes in a good time, okay? I get the entire crowd with me. You guys can't see David behind the scene, but he's been cracking up the entire time. Dolly came over laughing. Oh, this she's, is what I she's do. over there laughing now, but that's only yeah. because she's got a belt coming for some reason. <laughs> see, see what we do. Oh man. Yeah. Look, 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 obnoxious <laughs> comments are on the YouTube platform. 
I'm a total fangirl when it comes to Moan, okay? I, I, I don't have any qualms about this, okay? I've been this way for 13 years around this guy, and it's Let not me, about to change. This is the other thing, too. This is always me, though, too, right, DK? Like, <laughs> you know, unless it's like a serious game or something, like, this is me. I'm here for a good time. Now, he's, he's like this all except for 3.5 hours per week, and that's when his vols are going. Yeah. Then it's all yeah. oh, game face. Uh, no, that, that, like, the people always ask me when I'm going to grow up. And I tell them I'm going to grow up. And all my friends say, no, Moan, you can't. No, 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 no. You don't have that in you. So I, so I Nobody don't. wants to see it in you. You know, who wants to see it in you? I, you know what? I, I tried to do that like a couple times, like get serious around my wife. She's like, dude, stop. Okay. Like, you know, <laughs> and, then, and then my friends are the same way. I was like, Moan, if you grow up, that means we got to grow up. Yeah, so, no, that's a bad deal. Not a good trade at all. See? All oh, right. Now DK's back laughing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been busted. All right, Moan. Well, I'm heading out to Philadelphia to watch this 11 point at least loss and we'll be back on monday prediction to talk about it. yeah prediction oh, for me prediction. Yeah. yeah go ahead go ahead uh i I'm, I'm going philly they're just the best in the well i actually put uh the bills ahead of them because i like what the bills got but it's a it's a one and one a when it comes down to what philadelphia is in this league that defense just got richer i know his uh production robert quinn production hasn't been as great but when you're in chicago with that team it's gonna be low anyhow mm-hmm. um I don't know how this old line is going to stand up. I got this team. I'll go um, 33-11 Steelers. Uh, 11. He comes back with an 11. So that's, that's not even a touchdown. That's three yeah. field goals and a safety. 12. Uh, Bump me up a point to cover the spread. Wow, that's really generous. That's not covering the spread. <laughs> Uh, okay, Moan. Well, I'm going out there to, to document this. Man, what if that comes yeah. back that, though? Like 33-12. That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. This video well, will get played a lot. <laughs> be realist, people. We'll see you Monday, Moan. See you, DK.